NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public. The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All from Bar Canada here at the D in downtown Las Vegas is Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. You so, good, man? I'm good. Those hey, games yo. last night, dude. They're crazy. How we feel about them being on at the same time? Hate it. Hated it, too. Hated it. The one I'm much more okay with is, because I feel like we've seen we've seen all three versions now, right? The one game completely after another. That's right. Staggered. One staggered by an hour. Yeah. Didn't they do it at the beginning of this season? Hour and 15 minutes later. Okay. Yeah. And, then, and then this. This is the worst. This is the worst. I think I like the staggered the best, I actually. Because I don't want to wait that long, either. Me, too. Yeah. Like I don't, we're never happy. I shouldn't have. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we're never. I know we're, never, yeah. we're never happy. And I, you said that before. I was just about to say because I don't want to have to suffer through commercials for no. like six hours, two yeah. games back to back. I will not be here tomorrow. You will not. I will not be here tomorrow. JVT will be in in my stead. I believe so. You Unless believe so? Changed. Unless that's changed. <laughs> uh, I am uh, performing my civic duty. I, uh, I I got a jury duty summons back in the summer for like a Monday in September. So I was like, well, I'm not doing that. Sorry, because it was guessing lines. I kicked the can down the road. And so he was like, well, listen, I give you a Wednesday in December, but that's the best I could do. So I'm going in tomorrow. I think I'm going in. I have to call before tonight, right, to find out if they need me. And then if they need me, I got to go to the courthouse tomorrow morning. So no me tomorrow. Maybe, maybe, who knows Who knows what you get stuck on, man? Maybe it's even longer. Do you imagine? <laughs> I, I sort of do you remember the Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where uh, where Larry David got a jury summons, I think, or something like that. And he says to us, Cheryl, he goes, I would serve if they made me the foreman, but uh, I don't think I could serve under anybody else. <laughs> what if I do? What if I do that with Vaudeer? I'm so, like, ah, if you don't make me the foreman, I'm not really not interested. See, that's in kind of what I was saying before. <laughs> where I'm like, I would really like to be a part of jury. I've never done it yet, but like, I'd really like to be able to select which case I work on. Oh, and yeah, I know that's not how it works at all. No, you don't get to choose. <laughs> I was on one in D.C. It was unlawful entry. They're always not guilty. And then I was on one in San Francisco where someone got rear-ended in car at a stoplight. So it's boring. There's so many things. I mean, like I know I was going off about it with FSU last week. How does that result in like needing a jury for? 
where a car gets rear-ended. Like, come on, what are we doing in this country? Uh, on the one hand, it's, yeah, what are we doing? On the other hand, what an amazing thing that 350 million people across 3,000 miles settle their disputes that way. <laughs> It's pretty incredible. Yes, it is. It is. Anyway, it absolutely. Anyway, is. Beer to bar. You're, you're not what, buying it. Wait, what was the what was the first case you said you did? Unlawful entry. Why, why, you said they're always not guilty. Always. Well, in D.C. anyway, because because the uh, prosecuting attorney came to us afterwards, and after the verdict had was not guilty, so he didn't win, right? And he goes, um, "Was there anything?" He literally, the lawyer was like, "Was there anything I could have done differently, guys?" And we were like, oh, "Nah, told me this. it's just impossible to prove." He goes, "Yeah, that's what they always say." I don't. Know. Why couldn't they prove it? Because it wasn't like yeah, good lighting, right? It wasn't good lighting, and they couldn't make him out okay. perfectly, right? So, so, you know, as long as there's some doubt, it's a whole thing. Anyway, I didn't mean this to go on for two minutes, but there you go. Um, okay, here's we we always do this. We do guessing lines on Monday, and then we we forget to sort of remind folks what it is we landed on the next day. Yeah. So we want to do that here today, and um, you know. I hated last week. I did poorly. Three weeks ago, Thanksgiving, I hated that week. I did poorly. The week in between, I loved it. I did great. This one's somewhere in between. Uh, the bets that I have in my account, the Falcons minus three at Carolina. Can't, Two. Couldn't believe that that was only three. Um, not that I love the Falcons, but this is that rare moment of this season where I'm more bullish on the Falcons than the market. It's always been the opposite. It's still minus three. Uh, I got the Chiefs at minus nine and a half at the Patriots. <laughs> what is that now? No, it's like nine and a half. Oh, okay. Um, it's a big number to lay with the Chiefs, but this Patriots team is awful. I'm telling you, I think the Chiefs to get the number one seed is live. I was saying this yesterday. As low as we think about them right now, and then Mahomes complaining and Reed complaining, their path to the number one seed. You still have Patrick Mahomes. Like you still and, and, and a defense of all these teams. Yes, and a defense and a defense and Isaiah Pacheco is going to be back. Yeah. That's right. He runs angry. Uh, the other one I have, and this is this is what I want to talk about, which is I got Detroit at minus four. Oh, I think Pacheco's going to be back. Don't hold me to that one. <laughs> Kelly just saying stuff. <laughs> Kelly's like, I think Len Dawson's going to be available. I for was this just game. surprised to see he was injured. Period. You know, what I mean? you're like, you got ejected from that is, game. Is, is Christian Okoye available for this game, <laughs> Kelly? Um, <laughs> this goes. So I, I have the Lions minus four uh, hosting the Broncos. I didn't get the best number. It was minus three and a half, I guess. It's minus five now. This got hit hard yesterday. I don't get the Broncos love. Let me just start there. I'm hearing a lot of Broncos love, a lot of Sean Payton love, and I just don't get it. When they went from one and five to six and five, let us not forget, like the last four of the, the last four of those games, they were plus 12 in turnovers. Right. They were plus 12 in turnovers. I don't believe they had one, and I think the other teams had 12. Don't hold me to that, but I think that's what it was. But it was plus 12 either way. Then they beat a Chargers team, which is A, the Chargers. <laughs> Let me just start there. And B, didn't have Justin Herbert for most of that game anyway. They were beating Easton Stick. And now everybody's acting like Sean Payton should be coach of the year and the Broncos are headed to the playoffs. I don't get it. And you know me, Mr. I won't put the Lions past, you know, higher than 10 in my power rankings. I'm no Lions guy. 
but like I don't get so I do not get the Broncos love. The, the way I would phrase it is just the. the and we're, by the way, we're not seeing that in the market. The market right. is agreeing with me. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying anecdotally, too. I don't get no, the Broncos. No, no, love. and I'm with you. The way I, I guess I would put the way I would put it is I don't know that the Broncos aren't good. I don't know that they that they're that they're a bad team. Well, they don't suck. But, I'm not right. saying that. But those turnovers make it so. I mean, that is it, it is such a massive part of the game of winning a football game that when you have that many turnovers over a four week span, Bruh. you can't really. I can't really take much away about how good or bad the team actually. Is. If if that were if Brandon Staley was coaching this Broncos team and they were plus twelve in turnovers and they won those games in a row, do you think he'd be not? Nine to one for coach of the year? No, because it's Sean Payton and his pedigree, and everybody's like, "Well, he's amazing, Sean Payton." I mean, look how he's transformed Russell Wilson. Now, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is playing better than he has been. Um, That's what I'm like. I still don't know that they're a bad team. I'm no, not going to no. go that far no. either. I'm but... not going that far either. I guess I'm, what I'm saying is, at four, I jumped all over that on the yeah. Lions, yeah. and I guess I just, I just don't understand in a in an AFC that is clustered right with yes. seven and six teams. The notion that somehow they're going to be the one to get to the postseason, I don't get it. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, agree with that. Like, like that they're somehow head and shoulders yeah, above the other seven exactly. and six teams. I'm, I'm with you there. That's exactly right. And by the way, if you go to, uh, let me see what the Broncos' remaining schedule is on this, just to sort of uh, see if their path is easier than I uh, than I have accounted for. The Lions, Broncos. Patriots, Chargers, Raiders. Yeah. So, I mean, they can get some wins, right? They can bank some wins for sure. Um, but I just don't think it's going to happen this week. So, that that was the third one that I have. Those are the three that I have in my account. What do you have so far? Yeah, I bet, uh, I bet the Falcons laid three with them. So, we're simpatico there. Um, did bet the Commanders Rams over. I mentioned that on the show yesterday. Over 48 and a half. Uh, I think it's like 49 right now. I'd still bet it. I mean, we've seen we've seen that commander's defense just give up so many points on the other side. It's somehow trying to air the ball out. As, well, as we didn't really talk about that. Like, but when you when you trade Montez Sweat and Chase, Young, oh, totally. Yes. What I do you think is going to happen? Yeah. You're not really setting yourself up to be better <laughs> right. on defense. Right. Um, the, the, I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I feel like that has been not. Well, just funny because Del Rio should have been fired long ago, and then for him to get fired after that seems kind of lame. Yes. So it's like, well, now you're firing him because you got rid of the players. Um, I brought up this Rams offense earlier. It's just, it's just, it's, it's incredible when, when Cup, Nakua, Kyron Williams, Stafford, all on the field, it just feels like that's all they need, and that offense is dominant. So, yeah, um, I like the over in that game. The two that I added after the show yesterday. Uh, I played a Bills money line at minus 124 as that number was starting to climb yesterday. It is two, two and a half now pretty much everywhere. Uh, so I played money line minus 124 on that game. I, it, I, th- th- none, this is like last week for me. You talked about like the different weeks in betting. I've got a few bets already in the account. I wouldn't say anything I'm crazy in love with. Much like last week, I ended up having a fair amount of bets. Just nothing I really loved. Same thing here. This is, I think Cowboys, obviously, they're playing as great as they ever have right now. But after that massive win over the Eagles, a division opponent, now you got to go into Buffalo. This is asking a lot. I think on the the same side, as excited as we've all been, a lot of us have been about what the Buffalo Bills could potentially do in the playoffs and everything, 
they didn't look all that impressive in the second half of that game. Like they had, a, they had opportunities yeah. to shut that, that game down. That game was by no means a classic. No, like, not it was a at great all. matchup yes. on paper. Yeah. But it was kind of like oh like I was God. on that Bills side for the game too. But like they had, I mean they they almost blew that game to the Chiefs. Is kind of the way I would have put it. Like they had an opportunity yeah. in the second half to open that up no. and run away with it, and they didn't. So smaller bet for me there. But I am on the Bills side. Uh, and then Eagles Seahawks. I added that over uh, this morning. Actually, over forty seven and a half. Played that. Um, we've just seen. Both, both these defenses, the Eagles have been struggling mightily. Seahawks haven't looked as good recently. Get If you get Geno back, Eagles will have a much easier time moving the ball than they've had the past few weeks against the Seattle team. So played over 47. By the way, you bring up the Rams. The, Sean McVay, I, no one has been harder on Sean McVay, McVay than I have. It's a really interesting thing where, you know, when they didn't have Cup early in the year, they were well-oiled. Then when he came back, I was all upset with the fact that they just kept, like, force-feeding him the ball. And Sean McVay would have these sequences where he would have terrible calls. Now that they're all healthy, man, they look good. It's just, it's all clicking. And you just wonder if he, if he just, in his head, was like, well, I'm just going to try to get through this game and this game until we're all back. Like, it's just an interesting journey yeah, for that team. Yeah, it really is. Uh, we'll come back. Champions League blaze from Paul Carr on the other side. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. 
a numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge this college bowl season, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. And our college bowl betting guide where you get picks for every bowl game. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 to become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. We get texts. We get tweets. Todd Wright, Kelly, has uh, texted us. Todd Wright, Todd. Todd Wright, the greatest uh, radio voice there ever was. Greatest host of a sports talk show ever when he did all night with Todd Wright back in the day on ESPN Radio. So, Gil, thanks for the opening uh Opening the show. Thanks for opening the show with Survivor Talk. Enjoyed it. We had a Todd Wright fantasy football podcast event last night where everyone blindly drew action for first touchdown scored in either game. Not Hill, not Mostert, not Henry, not Reed, not Barkley, but the guy who drew the seemingly short straw with any defensive score won the prize. Dolphins getting that uh, pick six point blank range what to a, take the lead. What an awful, awful. Uh, that was a we haven't really touched on the the Will Levis experiment last night. Oh, boy, I, lo- I love to watch a rookie quarterback like that in action of the you can see all the good and all the bad. He almost had two interceptions to defensive linemen. Oh, and he had one pick. Six. And yet, in the one part that we didn't talk about, right at the end of that game, those last two drives. I mean, first of all, it was a stud. Tennessee ends up with 403 total yards. Levis, 23 of 38 for 327. Yeah. Man, Um. Jeez, imagine, I know well, I know. seven people died with the Packers in Circus Survivor. Imagine being that Dolphins person. Up 14 oh, with That's less brutal. than three minutes, losing that way. It's, it's so, uh, we've said it for years on this show. We said it before others were even playing Survivor, I think, here, where it's like, there's nothing worse than losing Survivor. There's something specifically horrifying about losing a survivor entry this deep i was down by the way stat muse uh with this uh, svp mentioned this yesterday we, we talked about it earlier on the show teams down 14 points in the last three minutes were zero and 767 since 2016 not anymore yeah. by the way when people see that stat they're like wait a minute there's 767 games since 2016 eh, actually yeah way more than that yeah, um, so losing Survivor is always tough, but when you're but when setting you hit, lose, making history, yeah. Oh, geez. when you lose like that, I mean, what do you say? Um, so with that, I introduce our next guest. It is his birthday. He also happens to be a Dolphins fan. So I don't know what we're going to get from birthday boy Paul Carr from True Media Networks and the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paul? Happy birthday, man. Great day, right? Not so happy, Gil. <laughs> Defense can't stop a rookie quarterback twice in the last four minutes. The offense can't get 10 yards when it matters most. And now the Dolphins are going to somehow end up playing the Bills in the first round. Haven't won a playoff game since Bill Clinton was in office. What are we doing? It's <laughs> already know how this is going to end. Uh, uh, it's so amazing. You go from on the cusp of being the number one seed to yeah. uh, we sure we're going to make the playoffs, right? We sure we're going to make it. It's going to make it. No, no problem. Do, right? do you believe that? Tyreek Hill in his absence yesterday, right? He was in early, got hurt. He came back late. Do you believe that enhanced his MVP candidacy yesterday? I, I think, I mean, yes, in the intangible sense. But I think to Drew's point, he said earlier, like he's got to basically get 2,000 yards. He will. He's got to break the record. I think he's going to yeah. get 2,000. He's got to do it. And that's what got hurt is, you know, he just didn't get as many yards as he would have. He, uh, so I, yeah. I think it did intangibly and in a discussion point, practically from a voter standpoint, I just I don't think he ever really had a shot at the MVP. 
So as a uh, last thing on the Dolphins, as a lifelong Dolphins fan, you really believe that's how it's going to end. They're going to get like a road playoff game or something. And they're just going to. Well, I just early. feel like I think it's going to be the Bills somehow, because, you know, you've talked about how bad all the quarterbacks of your Bengals and Steelers. And yeah. Colts, that, yeah. That those are the teams that are currently going to play, you know, the two, three, four seed in the first round. But, you know, the Bills sneak in, you know, you could make a case of the second best team in the AFC or something by that time. if it, or maybe even the best if things are going well. So yeah, that's just what it feels like. It's just a slow motion train wreck. That's going to happen. And maybe, maybe not, but yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what the fatalist in me that has been trained on 20 years of post Marino dolphins to believe dolphins defeatist that you are. Well, happy birthday. Yeah. Anyway, Paul, how about that? Happy birthday. Thanks. Hope, hope you Thanks, do something Gil. joyful. <laughs> All right. Me too. Champions league. It's the last day of the group stage. So scenarios yep. are very important. Um, explain that macro first to us. What does that mean? Important to some, yeah. not to others. Yeah. So it's these 14 groups, the top two advanced, some groups are done and dusted. First place is locked in. Second place is locked in. Uh, third and fourth are locked in. Some, maybe the teams have advanced, but you do want to win the group in general because you play a group runner up in the next round. So you have a better chance of playing a not as good team. Uh, some teams are still playing for third place. If you get third, you go into Europa League, which is basically the NIT. And that's a big deal for, you know, not your Manchester United's, let's say, but if you're, you know, a second or third cut team from a major league or a champion of a, a middle European league, that can be something. So yeah, it's just kind of knowing, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be guys playing for maybe a man city that no one's ever heard of today. Uh, some stuff like that. So just kind of be aware different teams approach things differently uh, as far as what they have to play for, what they don't and just what's going on that last day. And man, you the biggest surprise clearly. I think so. There's always one or two, you know, big name clubs that don't get through. Uh, man United was grouped with Bayern. So you know that part's not a surprise, but also Galatasaray and Copenhagen who are, you know, champions league teams regularly, but not at the level of Manchester United. So, so United could still get through. We'll touch on that. Um, and yeah, I mean, AC Milan probably won't go through, but they were in a really tough group. So United not going through is probably the top story, at least at this point. All right. Well, let's touch on it. As you just indicated, let us begin. We got two games today, one tomorrow. Let's start with the Man U game today against Bayern Munich. Yeah. So I talked about teams with nothing to play for, and that's Bayern's case already. You know, they've won the group. But Byron has a history of, we don't really care if we've won the group. We want to you know, knock out this other good team. Uh, they beat Inter last year in the group stage with nothing to play for. They knocked out Barcelona with a win a couple years ago uh, when Barcelona or Byron had nothing to play for. And Byron had, Byron had nothing. Barcelona had everything. Byron still knocked them out. Uh, so you get a pretty good price on this. So the Byron win at plus 130 at Manchester United. Manchester United is just a mess. I mean, they lost 3-0 at home to Bournemouth on Saturday. And even Kelly knows that Bournemouth is not as good as Bayern Munich. Let me check. So, I do know that. Did you know that? I know that. Yep. You know that, Kelly? That's All correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fact yeah. check. Correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So United's going to, they have to win, essentially. They need a win and a little bit of help. They need a draw in the other game. So they have to win. They have to go for it. And Bayern's just going to crush them, I think, on the break because United's midfield is a mess with injuries. And so, again, I'm kind of going against the what do they have to play for thing. But because it's Bayern, because Manchester United's kind of a, a fire right now, I, I like Bayern to win this getting plus money. I like that thinking. I'll be I'll be riding that pick. I'll be riding the Paul Carr Bayern Munich right, trade today. Go. Plus money on Bayern Munich, plus 130 at Man U. Uh, Inter Milan and Real Sociedad, you have a total in this one. Yeah, so both of these teams have advanced already. Uh, Inter needs a win to win the group. Real Sociedad needs a win or a draw to win the group. 
Uh, both these defenses have been very stingy in Champions League. Three of the best five. Inter has the best defense in Serie A this season. Uh, there's a chance Inter may rest an attacker or two. They've got a big game in the league against Lazio this weekend. Uh, the first time these teams played earlier this season was 1-1, only 20 shots total. So I just feel like this is going to be kind of a, you know, both teams are going to be fine kind of trying to scrape out either, you know, a draw in Sociedad's case. They love a nil-nil. Inter's. You know, they're going to get a goal and then buckle down. So I think we're going to be low scoring here. Give me under two and a half at minus 110. All right. So those are the two today. Bayern Munich win over Man U, Inter Milan and Real Sociedad under two and a half goals. Then tomorrow um, you have a play here. You're laying goals with Barcelona or Kelly, as they say up there, Barcelona. <laughs> I love this one. I love this one. <laughs> he does. This he is, has this no idea. The, <laughs> yes. It's the Kelly special uh, yes. betting on the team he's heard of against the team he has not. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll lay a goal and a half here, getting plus 165. Barcelona has advanced, but they do still need a win or a draw to win the group. So they have some motivation to do well to ideally get a better matchup in the round of 16. Uh, Antwerp might be the worst team in this group stage. They have no points, only team with no points. They have the fewest goals three and five games, and they've conceded the most goals, 15 and five games. Uh, two other games at home, they gave up seven goals to Shakhtar Donetsk and Porto and Barcelona, better than those teams. Uh, they beat Antwerp 5-0 the first time they're out. Uh, Barcelona's in fourth place, so you might think in La Liga, so you might think they're having a down year, but the underlying numbers suggest that they're just fine and maybe better than last year at this point. So Barcelona's a whole lot better. They're going to go into Antwerp and I think win this one pretty easily. I'll lay the goal and a half, getting really good plus money price at plus 165. Jumping on that, Gil. I've, I've been I've been fading the I'm on the Royal Antwerp fade train ever since uh, Paul yeah. first brought it up with Porto and, and the and the Kelly system was developed. Feels like a past post. That's what that feels like. <laughs> no, no, I bet the Porto. <laughs> what we said it when, when Paul was on. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think I've gone against Antwerp at least three times so far this season. It's worked out so far. Yeah, it's working out. Like, like Paul said, they scored three times. I'm I'm jumping on these today. So Bayern Munich today at Man U. Bayern Munich is the play to win plus one thirty. Always shop around. Also a total today under two and a half goals. Inter Milan and Real Sociedad. And then tomorrow, Barcelona minus a goal and a half plus one sixty. Fizzle at Royal Antwerp. Okay. Paul, uh, listen, try to enjoy your birthday nonetheless. Okay. I will. All right. I'm going to drown my sorrows in birthday cake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever whatever you got to do. Paul Carr, everybody. Thank you, Paulie. All right. Thanks, guys. At Paul Carr, C-A-R-R. Again, True Media, Net True Media Networks and the Expected Value Podcast. We'll come back. Our thoughts on these awards in the NFL on the other side. Numbers game. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. The crown is your skill, Alexander. We get tweets at beating the book. Trip Tepper. What is Trip at? Oh, Trip? Trip says, not related oh, wow. to the Panthers owner. <laughs> he makes sure that he points <laughs> that out now. He says, on press clippings, what you said earlier, Gil, he says, one of my weekly jobs working in college athletic sports information in my early 20s was literally cutting out stories from newspapers, made copies of all articles to assemble a book of press clippings. There you go. Wow, there you go. There you go. Matthew Mayberry. Am I oh. the only one? I'm sorry, what? I was just saying, a lot of us had some fun uh, sports management jobs like that and internships and stuff. Yeah, I did a lot of similar things. Yeah, oh, yeah. Felica was in, it was like the, in, you might, uh, at the University of Miami, at the U, I think mm -hmm. he did that job, The uh, what Trip Tepper did there. Uh, Matthew Mayberry, 
Am I the only one who thinks comeback should be Mechie? <laughs> well, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Because <laughs> our boy Jason does. Uh, he said he's had a catch in every game except two, and regardless of what Kelly says, in caps, he had cancer. I love that you've become that guy now, where, like, Jason painted you into a corner. <laughs> As the guy who didn't yeah. think seven catches was enough. Yeah. Jeff Levine, partisan observer. Remember, he's the... Uh, I mean, good luck if you could find Mechie posted, right? That was the biggest that we've talked about recently. Last week. He hasn't been posted. Yeah. And Jeff, he's, he's still not. Jeff Levine, partisan observer. He said, he said, did a super slow-mo on the Ravens punt return winner. Contrary to the noise, there were no blocks in the back in view. Please confirm. Also, an irony here, Ravens get the uh, benefit of the doubt in a pivotal game moment, and the Chiefs don't. Uh, there was a block in the back, Jeff. I'm sorry. I can't confirm. Oh, A. Brown wants to, wants to let me know that I only read one of his four tweets. I apologize for that, A. Brown. <laughs> Tony Farmer, who was in Survivor up until about two weeks ago, he says, I don't remember what day of the week you guys typically do power rankings, but that sure is a fun exercise this week with all these top tombs losing on Sunday, Monday. Well, we just did them. It sure is. Uh, and a lot of changes. Joe Quicks, 81 left in my survivor. I have Browns, Packers, Saints, Raiders, Colts, Titans, Falcons. Who are you leaning for this week? Planning on going Denver in week 16 and Jags in 17. What's so funny about that is for all the survivor talk that we had this morning, and I went through a whole thing about why I don't think a chop is likely. While it makes sense, I don't think it's likely. The one thing that we didn't even get into is... Who would you pick in Survivor this week? Obviously, it's a tough conversation because you don't know what everybody has left. But here is Joe Quicks telling me who he does. Man. By the way, real quick, I just watched that Ravens punt return again. It's it, total, it, total it, block it, in the bag. It, I've laughed so hard watching it because there is one obvious block in the bag. But then there's the one guy who does the just what does the I'm, I'm, to, I'm blocking, but I'm not blocking because I'm using my backside. Like my here's my hands up. So I'm not blocking. But he's like running into two players. I love it. Joe, Joe Quicks, the quick answer to your question is don't ask me because I've been out of it a long time ago. But just to let you know, I'm betting on the Falcons. Uh, Jeff Levine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, tell Paul Carr that the Dolphins will stop being tortured when those old geezers stop partying when season perfection ends for a team. That's a good call. <laughs> it's Mercury a good call. Morris still Mercury Morris and Larry Zaga. <laughs> yes, it is annoying. Uh, okay, about those awards, because we asked Drew about them earlier, and we are going to have Aaron Schatz, the founder of Football Outsiders, who now works at FTN Sports. He's got uh, the inventor of DVOA. He is as well. He joins us quarterly uh, during the NFL season. And here we are at the quarter poll, so he'll join us. And we'll have him for a couple segments, and I'll ask him about, you know, not only general NFL questions through his uh, prism of DVOA, but also about awards, because he is one of the 50 people who votes on MVP and every other award, with the exception of executive of the year, which we don't bet on anyway. And so we let's just talk about the two that are the most really in question, which are MVP and coach of the year. And I, I agree with Drew's sentiment. Uh, he was talking about how there's, you know, the playoff picture is more murky than he can ever remember with this few games remaining. I think the same can be said for these two awards. I mean, it is right now. And I've got, again, I've got Tyreek Hill at 75 to one from earlier in the year to win MVP. I've got Brock Purdy at 16 to one. I got those two covered. I don't think two is winning it. I don't think Jalen Hurts is winning it. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is winning it. I don't think Josh Allen is winning it. The question is, are da could Dak and Lamar come through and win? Could, yes. Yeah. 
But if you're asking me, who do I bet now? It is not Dak, because the Cowboys schedule is so difficult down the stretch that I just think it's not going to be smooth for him. Lamar, you know, plus 475, probably based on the number is the best bet right now. I cannot in good conscience recommend Tyreek at 16 to 1, even though I believe he's the MVP truly by by certain definitions of, of MVP. And I have him at 75 to 1. It's not because it's only 16 to 1 that I don't recommend it. It's because we've had guys like Shots who have a who have votes come on the show before and say, under no circumstances will they vote for anyone who's not a quarterback. Because through their prism of analytics, and we don't have a sense of how many of the other 49 are as analytically driven as Shots is, but I think it's pretty safe to say that with each passing year, more and more are, percentage-wise. Um, so I can in good conscience recommend Tyreek Hill because there's that massive caveat. Brock Purdy is too short now. So if you're asking me, and I don't have a bet on this, but I hope people understand what I'm saying, while I have Hill and Purdy, I think the best number now is Lamar at plus 475, even though I sort of say that with, you know, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew kind of hinted at that, too. I, you guys are probably right. The one, the one that I think that really now, now that I'm looking at I know what you're going to say. Josh Allen, 21? No, no, no. no. Oh. Well, well, I was just going to point out a bad number. I, I think that Jalen Hurts number is just terrible. Terrible. Like, I think he should be much closer to where, like, I'm with what's, you. What's Cross worse? off Tyreek. Like, he, he, I, don't, I just don't think he's, I just don't think he's winning. I, I don't think they're going to give it to a wide receiver. So, but like, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tua, like, they should all be around the same odds to me. All right. What's a worse number? Let's do it this way. Jalen Hurts at plus 650 to win MVP or... Dan Campbell as the short shot to win coach of the year. What's a worse number? Oh, and, there's, and by the way, there's no man. correct answer because we have no idea what these people are thinking. I think it's as much as I've joked about about Dan Campbell. I think it's probably Jalen Hurts at that number still. But I think you're right. Because I think he's got so many teams. To, I think he's got so many players and teams to hurdle to actually win this award now. Yeah. Now that they lost that game against Dallas, it becomes a lot more tricky. You can't just say it's the team that has the best record, right? And you're not in that category anymore. Coach of the year to me is virtually impossible right now. Yeah. Campbell's two to one. He's the short shot. D'Amico, three to one. Mike McDaniel, plus 450. And Shane Steichen, plus 750. As I said earlier on the show, all four of those teams. Lions, Texans, Dolphins, Colts. They all lost. Sean Payton is at plus 950. You already know what I think about the Broncos as sort of smoke and mirrors. Then it's Shanahan. As Drew said, if you're conducting a coach's draft, maybe he's your number one pick. But he's 10 to 1. So let's say the Niners run the table. They're 14 and 3. That's that's a live possibility. John Harbaugh's 12 to 1. Stefanski, who got a lot of love this week yeah. right after the Flacco you know, they had Deshaun, they had DTR, they had PJ Walker, now they got Flacco. Stefanski's at 14 to 1. Mike McCarthy has crept up to 20 to 1. And then Zach Taylor now with Jake Browning is at 22 to 1. Like, you can make a case. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. not saying I'm agreeing with the case, but you can make one for all these guys. So. By the way, Mike this Tomlin nowhere. Mike Tomlin nowhere to be found anymore. Yeah, I think, I think he's just blowing. I think he's 30 to 1 or something. Matt like LaFleur that. done after last night. Yeah. I had a pre-flop on Matt LaFleur. Um Okay, so who got whose case got hurt worse this past week, D'Amico or Mike McDaniel? I mean, because I'm going to say Mike McDaniel. They were a 13 and a half point favorite, and so. there were sequences last night. Right, that sequence before Tennessee got the ball for their game, their for their go ahead drive, 
where I'm like, that's what you came up with? Run, run. Like, I just thought they could have been way more creative. So I thought he deserved a little criticism, and I love Mike McDaniel. I think D'Amico Ryan's is still the bet to I do, make in this I do market. Too. But I still think so. You just—I don't know if you can do it right now when you just don't know what's going on with C.J. Stroud. I mean, he's in the concussion protocol. It's just—I I don't know if you want to go betting on. You're basically betting on when is C.J. Stroud going to be back, the thing, right? And that's tough. The thing about D'Amico and Sean Steichen for the Texans and the Colts, and the same holds true for Sean Payton with the Broncos. We agree. They all have to make the playoffs to get this award. Yes. Like, yeah, oh yeah. They yeah. D'Amico, Steichen, Payton. They can't. And, they can't be, get it without making the postseason. Why I'm saying I like Ryan's best because I think they have a much better chance than those other two. Teams. I do too. Campbell and the Lions, for all their warts, are still going to win that division. So in the end, they'll get a home playoff game because the NFC's right. They'll get yeah. a home playoff game. I, I, but I just don't. I mean, like he killed his own team this past I th- week. I think his case early in the year, though, we were always talking about like, oh, the Lions get the one seed. They're not. Oh, even, yeah. They're not going to get the one seed, no, the no, two no. seed, the three they're seed. Only so winning, why, it, like and, he shouldn't be this short. And they're only winning the division because the other teams can't seem to get there exactly. in that division. Vikings and Lions. It, Stefanski and McCarthy. You could talk me into a bet on either one of those. Like I don't. We, I am at the point where Mike McCarthy. We're just not giving any love to Mike McCarthy because we're choosing not to give any love to Mike McCarthy. This offense looks better than it did a year ago. He took over the play calling duties and has this team. We just said it, but earlier in the show, one of the best Cowboys teams we've seen. But remember, in there a was. Long time. Remember, we had Matt in here Friday, and I said to him, "It was after the Thursday night game where it was like file it away about Mike McCarthy because he did something really stupid in that game too, yeah. and they got away with it." I hear what you're saying, but there's still that. We're handicapping voters. Right? We're handicapping voters, but there was still that. I, I don't have a bet in this. I don't. Coming back, Pete Futek. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. College bowl season is here, and VSIN has an early Christmas present for you. Not a VSIN Pro subscriber yet. No problem. We're giving away this year's college bowl betting guide to everyone. We got spreads, totals, and expert picks from the Golics, Steve Mackinnon, and Brent Musburger, the godfather for every single bowl game. Put a bow on this bowl season, why don't you? Get a free copy of our VEASAN College Football Bowl Betting Guide absolutely free. Visit VEASAN.com slash bowl guide and get your free copy today. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. Phil Weiss, be careful with Bayern Munich today, he says. Paul didn't mention that they got eviscerated 5-1 to one by Frankfurt on Saturday. You knew that, Kelly. Five to one. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Welsh, I love that Paul Carr just replied. What did you say? So that's what I was doing on Saturday morning, of course. <laughs> Jesse Welsh, I love that Paul Carr just replied, you too, when Gil said happy birthday, and Gil just breezed right past it. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> I missed it completely. I, missed it completely. <laughs> I totally missed it. Uh, Chris Heath, best part of the season, though we still don't know what a touchdown is. We do know more than we did pre-flop. And so there's still a little runway. He's right. I, I'll say it again about that. That to me, watching it through, I or my bet. There were multiple the, this weekend. My my bet on the Packers was Wordy Toast. So I was watching it through the seven people that had Packers and Survivor, and that play right before they actually Green Bay got the actual touchdown to put them ahead 22-21. The play before two feet down possession, then ball knocked out, and the whole time I'm like, well, it's clearly a catch. Everything we've ever t- everything we've ever learned in the end zone right. in the end zone in the end zone catch that's two feet a catch. down get, plays over. Plays immediately over. It's over. No catch. I mean, and then it happened multiple times this weekend to me again. Like this is the Bills nothing. Chiefs, right? The Josh Allen like fade away out of bounds throw. Oh, where uh, <laughs> Latavius, Latavius Murray <laughs> under no circumstances was that a catch? And they're like, it's a catch. It's yeah. a catch based on everything we've ever learned. That's right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this man knows what a catch is and what a catch is not. It's Peter Futek joining us. In his no, 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 no. I give up. I have z- I have zero clue what oh. it catches at this point. <laughs> I have I I think I know. I to me, if you give the guy throws you the ball and it's in your hands, you caught it. That, that's that should be it. But they, that's apparently not what it is. But <laughs> I've given up on the NFL definition of two feet down end zone. Not. I, and I've, I have no clue. You know, there used to be replay. I, I don't see it anymore. But on a on a certain offshore pillar. They used to have a <laughs> they have a replay market that would appear yeah, live awesome. betting. Yeah. I used to talk about it on the show all the time years ago and That's I would awesome. I would bet it all the time and you could bang it over and over and over again and it was a way to make like free money. Um, sure. If they did it now, I'd be wrong so many times it's not even funny. I would lose my shirt doing it cuz cuz on both of those yeah, go ahead. And there's always some obscure thing that happens too. It's like, oh, let's talk to Steve, and, the, and all of a sudden there's some rule XJ-19 where if they were, it, it always changes. Where you think like, wait a minute, that just happened like I saw it, but apparently I didn't. So 
Oh, no, uh, I, I I don't mean to sound like that guy, but I, I really have given up on also like, assuming anything's a catch or not. Catch. Also, the Barkley fumble last night. I kind of thought they might have ruled it that he was tackled. Uh, it's I do I do not get it's twenty twenty three almost twenty twenty four. I don't get how they don't have sharks with laser beams on. We're still using chains and humans <laughs> running out the field to determine a first down. And I don't understand how, especially in the NFL, how you don't have 12 cameras on the goal line from every possible angle. I mean, it's a, it's a college problem, but those broadcasts are different. But in the NFL, that, that, was, that was close. That was, that was close on the Barkley play. All right. So last week you were on. And how can I put this? You and I got uh, I'll use the word sidetracked. And so we didn't get to talk about bowls. I, I, I want to before we even talk about your bowl picks, I want to talk about Army Navy, which is where I wanted to take the conversation last week. Wow. It, speaking of betting. Wow. That was, speaking that was of betting. Right. Season. Yeah. Can I just go through this for those who, who forgot? So the total was I think most people had the 28, but some people had 27 and a half. Some people had below the 28, right? Assume it's 27 and a half for this conversation. Yes. All right. So Army's up 10 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Navy makes it 10 to three. Then um, Navy quarterback gets sacked. Scoop and score from Khalid Ford are 17 to three. Under five minutes to play, 17 to three. You're still like, okay, well, oh, for those of us who had 28. Oh, by the way, this is when Navy employs its greatest show on turf offense from out of nowhere. Well, so, so, the, so put that in the but, at, but at 10 to 3, the only thing I was worried about was, because I had the under 28, the only thing I was worried about was, oh, overtime. I'm worried about overtime. But when it got to 17 to 3, I'm like, okay, good. That's off the board. I'm, I'm good. And then, uh, <laughs> then Navy 39-yard kickoff return, short field, touchdown. Of course, they matriculate. Uh, the two-point conversion fails. So it's 17 to 9. Navy. And then they recruit Tua and Tyree Kill, by the way. That's where right. It goes Air Navy. For all, for out of nowhere, they start looking amazing offensively. That's right. They get the ball back with 139 left at their own 27. They get it to first and goal to six with 30 seconds left. They're down eight. And then a horrible sequence, two horrible incomplete passes, then a short pass short of the goal line. So fourth and goal at the two with 10 seconds left. They get stuffed. And the whole time that they're doing this ridiculous replay, because we knew he got stuffed, I'm like, they're totally taking a safety out of the back of the end zone here to get to 28. And that's exactly what happened. 17-11 is your final. That was unbelievable. It also, it, it also helped. I, I won't, we won't get sidetracked on my, my belief that people are insane now when it comes to when you go for two. Now, I sort of will buy into it a little bit if you're an NFL team that can pass. If you're Navy and you're barely moving the ball, you don't go for two. That's asking you know, before that to... to mess around with this whole total but that, that was insanely fun that was a fun way to end the college football it, it was comical it was comical and then a lot of people were like well i don't know a lot of people but i had the thought of like and nestler and danielson don't even mention it at all and then i thought well it's army navy maybe that would have been uncouth for them to have mentioned it exactly no yeah, exactly even if they had known which i doubt they did okay but you digress but so, i digress so, so bowl season bowl season's gonna be crazy so like this is the next year is gonna be a lot more fun because next year we get the expanded college football playoff and you're going to get a combination of more games that actually matter and the other bowl games with the teams like the Ohio's and the Jacksonville States are going to have all their players which are actually going to be good so next bowl season is going to be better this is a disaster because you're going to you right now we're up to something like 30 quarter teams without their starting quarterbacks so you have teams that are going to be total shells of their former selves and so trying to figure out like how how do you possibly figure out just because a team has the name and the guys in uniform doesn't mean 
that they have any of their guys. So like Ohio state's going to be missing like 14 starters. How do you possibly handicap all this? My thought before we dive into all the, the really quickly, the, all these Saturday games is come up with a plan. Just to, just come up with one set idea that says you're not going to take the team that's missing the starting quarterback and just ride it through the whole thing. Because if as soon as you start trying to pick and choose, Oh, this team or this team, it's going to get hard to do because so many teams are missing so many guys. All right. But as you said, Saturday, we do have six bowl games. Saturday's a great football day. Six bowl games, three NFL games. Love Let's it. Let's go. Is there a bowl game on Saturday that you do like in terms of a bet? I'm st- I like Texas Tech more and more. I mean, because it, it, Texas Tech is missing all its wide receivers, but they're a pretty good defensive team. They tied Brooks should be back at running back. Baron Morton, their starting quarterback, will be back. And Cal's probably down to their third string quarterback and they don't exactly have a whole lot of margin for error to begin with. Uh, so I'm kind of liking Texas tech, depending on who actually, I, mean, I know their starting quarterback actually rose up at the end of the year, uh, but really depends on if something happens to him. So Cal is Cal is going to be in trouble if there's any injuries or any problems. So I'm going with Texas tech on this one. And I kind of, I'm a little, a little weird on the Mac teams because both Ohio and Miami university are missing their starting quarterbacks. So I'm sheepishly going with Jacksonville state. I'm sorry. with Georgia Southern. And I kind of like Appalachian state only because if you score it all on Miami, they don't have the ability to come back. Appalachian state's got more of an offense. So unless Miami's defense can rise up and rock, I'm liking the app state Mountaineers in this. And then Jacksonville state, Louisiana, that's a lot, even three points. It's hard. I can't pick Jacksonville state to win in that cover with just such a short spread. So I'm just going to say Louisiana, take them in the points. Okay. And I assume nothing Monday night because we won't get a chance to talk to you before then Western Kentucky ODU, nothing on that one. Uh, Old, Old Dominion is actually playing. They, they get just about everyone back. The uh, their defense has been sharp. They, I mean, both teams get just about everyone back. Western Kentucky does not have the offense like they had in the past, and Old Dominion is just kind of a, a, one of those teams that does everything right, well coached, and they they're kind of built for the bowl. So I'm going to go Old ODU in the two and a half on this, uh, and think, assume they're going to win by at least five in this. Thing. Okay. See, Pete, you did have some plays. You did have some plays. So I'm, I'm trying. We'll- I'm trying. I'm, I'm, this is the definition of faking it till I make it on this bowl season. Because again, every day there's a new guy or new coach who's missing in one of these games. 10 second answer. If I asked you in advance, and we'll talk about it next week. If we did the whole confidence pool thing, is there one that you have the most confidence in? Texas, the- Texas, Washington, Texas over Washington. That is my one call. This thinks we know what we got here. I will be shocked if the Washington Huskies beat the Texas Longhorn. Okay. Peter Futak, we'll do it again next week, man. Thank you so much. Later, guys. Pete Futak, at Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K, from collegefootballnews.com. We've done all we can do. JVT is going to be in this seat tomorrow. I'll be on jury duty. So JVT and Kelly, they're going to nerd out on hoops. We'll do a lot of that. Best bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. 